0: And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his garment and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. So God gives Elijah this instruction to um, tell Ahab to go in his chariot this distance. It's about twenty miles from Mount Carmel to Jezreel, and then um, and and so Ahab goes on his way in a chariot, twenty miles journey, and then God speaks to Elijah uh, and 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 tells him. Um, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. He gathered up his garment and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. So there's a man who he's not got a chariot. He's just a, just a prophet. Um, he's got the Lord. Uh, and, and, and he's told, that he, 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 the hand of the Lord comes on him. And I love this phrase, he gathered up his garment. So he's wearing some kind of um, uh, camel cloth type thing. He gathers it up, um, probably gathers it up into his belt so he can run. And he runs in a, with supernatural speed to Jezreel and beats this man who is on uh, on, a, on a chariot. Um, and as I, as I was just thinking about what to share with you guys, it's quite an unusual uh, idea and quite an unusual image. But I want us to think about um, personal preparation as we look to engage with this mission of Plant Global, this idea of gathering up our garments. What does it look like to, to gather up the stuff around us to 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 tuck it in to 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 gather up anything that would get in our way, so that we can move in supernatural power, so that we can so that we can move into the destination God has for us in a way that isn't just natural, and in effect, in fact, in a way that would overtake things that would just be more naturally uh, more effective or faster—a chariot, say. Um, just this idea of God's hand coming on us. God's hand was on him, but then he had to gather up his garment in order to in order to run this journey. There's there's the hand of the Lord on us, um, but I want us to stay, live with this image in our mind as we think about getting ready for this kind of adventure with God. And I guess the first thing the first thing I, I would say to us is that we are to um, really lay it to heart what we've heard over these days. Take it to heart, lay it to heart. Um, so that we are, so that what, so that we do not become distracted um, by so many other worthy causes. There's so many things vying for our attention. But if God has put this on your heart to be specifically involved in mission to the ends of the earth, if God has laid it on your heart, then then let it be laid on your heart. Don't al- don't allow it to become just another thing flapping around along with a n- number of other things lay it take it seriously into your heart so that you are someone who is able to prioritize um, this sense of calling because there's so many worthy causes there's so many good things that we could be involved in in. Um, Jesus is a wonderful example for us of focus he's a man who he knew what he was here to do he had three years of public ministry approximately Um, there's this incredible focus and there's so many things he could have done and yet he chose he, you know never moved out of an area larger than the size of whales over oh, this is the most significant man by far to ever come this is the salvation of the of, hu- of humanity and it's very focused very localized because he knew what the father had for him um him doing that it would result in you know global blessing and so for us similarly there's just that thing where we say lord if you're putting this on my heart i want to allow it to become my focus i don't want to just be caught up with this and 101 other things And I think particularly if you're in a a rich nation where there's so much opportunity, so many other things that can vie for our attention, there are choices that we have to make. And so part of gathering up yourself so you can run is lay it to heart and, and let this be something that nurtures and grows in your heart so that you can emotionally invest, so that you can financially invest, so that you can relationally invest. So that you can spiritually invest, so you're not being torn into this, that and the other. The second thing I would say is is to connecting. I guess one of the big reasons for this weekend is that we are connecting together. It's so great to just be connecting together around this vision of ends of the earth. Um, All of us will have a different contribution to bring, but you can feel the energy, you can feel the momentum, you can feel the encouragement, you can feel the the, the, the camaraderie, you can feel that because under Jesus together, our hearts are kind of racing for the the same thing. And so to keep connecting with one another is absolutely vital. We're going to do what we can by way of follow up, but I really want to also put it on you as part of you gathering up your your garments into your belt so that you can run i want to ask you to um do your best by way of connecting there may have been particular people particular things that you've become aware of over this week weekend you think I want to find out more about that or i want to learn more from those people they were really inspiring or how maybe i there's a way i could just learn a bit more grow a bit more by connecting in with them um nobody on this call is further than a Zoom or an email away. That's an amazing thought. After this weekend, there's no one on this call who is further than a Zoom or an email away. And so I want to encourage you to, um, you know, take it upon yourself to continue this sense of connection. We want it to be as non-institutionalized as possible. So where we have to organize things like this weekend, we will but we don't want that to be the narrative. We really want the narrative to be the more organic people finding one another, God joining hearts together. So please do um, take to heart you know, that, that sense of people that you've seen and met with over this weekend that you want to stay in touch with uh, in some way or another. It may be that you're here particularly as a, as a, as a finance person, you're here And one of the one of the reasons we asked people to come to to plant global was people who wanted to invest financially into mission to the ends of the earth. Now, there's so many ways that can take shape. So, so many ways. And, you know, um, we we never want to kind of um, bring an unhelpful sense of limitation to that. But we did want to just uh, open up uh, quickly uh, a minute, two minutes for uh, Chris Page, who's part of the RM Business Link team, just to share very quickly the heart behind RM um, Business Link, um, so that uh, us here can just find out more about that, become familiar with that. So Chris, great to have you with us, my friend. Um, uh, Over to you.
1: Thanks, Dash. Well, often when we think of business, we first think of money and profit and greed. And when I talk to people about business, I ask that question at the beginning and then start talking and sharing stories about what God is doing through business to grow his church. And it's been really amazing um, getting a sense of what God is doing and how God is moving the hearts of not just the apostolic leaders, but um, people throughout uh, his church worldwide and that especially includes RM. Uh, We've got uh, Roger Eaton, for example, on this call here, who is a good example of how God has called someone to go and plant a church in Lille in France and um, to use business by starting up a cafe as a means of building relationships and reaching out to the community and see that as a core strategy, as it were, a a core part of um, the work uh, that uh, God is leading them to. Uh, we've I could talk about um, the calling that God has put on Isaac and Annalise heart in Bolivia or Niles in Japan um, uh, or Sarah in Togo uh, who I've been starting to chat with recently. Um, and I could go on and on. really what business link is um, relational missions business link is about bringing church leaders and business leaders closer together so that together, they can be more fruitful and make disciples of all nations that God has clearly given some people a heart and a calling to do business and others a calling to plant churches and sometimes the two meet sometimes they can work alongside each other with different roles but the same goals and uh, it's just been wonderful to see and learn more about what God is stirring in the hearts of those who are called um, to serve him and, and who love him and uh being part of that Jen, is exciting if you don't already know this um there's a, a a little website which is very basic but it's got some good articles and some links on so uh, do check it out do sign up if you're not part of that and if you know of anyone who um is either a church leader or who is um got some heart for business whether it's a small part-time thing or whether they're uh working in a business that employs ten thousand people then do encourage them to sign up and get involved because anyone has got gifts and skills that can be used for uh, god's glory in planting churches
0: thank you thank you so much chris that's perfect man so if you're on the call and, and and part of really what's what what stirred your heart in being here when you think about um mission to the ends of the earth you know your heart races faster when you think about business. We, part of you gathering up your cloak so you can run into that is please connect in with that uh, and, and we'd just love to partner with you in that direction. Others of you are here over this weekend because you're particularly geared up for strategic meaningful investment of time in intercessory prayer. You know you just really know that God has laid on your heart to, um, to, to invest significant time perhaps beyond you know, what we're all called to do in terms of praying for certain situations overseas. And we do have a strategic um, prayer team and Kit Green, who is with us this weekend, he helps to coordinate that. Um, And then I just want to say a few things to those of you who are here this weekend because you feel stirred in some way to actually go. You just got that sense within you that one day it might be you that, that relocates somewhere. Or maybe you are, you know, you're helping to lead a church and you just really want to see people come through and nurture people well that are carrying that in their heart. It's such a precious thing. It's such a privilege and an honor to, to be either one of those. And really, if you're if you're thinking, I think this might be me uh, one day, one day soon, one day a long way away. I just want to say a few things to you just to help you to prepare personally. The first thing is, is do what you can to establish the most healthy roots possible where you are which may sound counterintuitive, because I think sometimes when you live with the hunch that you're going to go one day, there can be this temptation to not let the roots go down too deeply. Um, I think the problem with that is is manifold, actually. I think that sometimes you end up um, not quite connecting in so that when it's time to go, you're not connected well enough anywhere to really be sent and supported meaningfully. I think it could mean that you, you don't grow as much as you would if you'd given yourself to where you are and you miss out on opportunities of growth and development as a result. It's, uh, it can be a, a strange thing that happens in the mind where you say, well, if I, if I keep my roots from going down, then I'm ready to go. Actually, I think that naturally I understand, I understand that, but God knows how to uproot well um, and keep you in really good shape. But the deeper your roots have gone, um, the more you'll be used to fruit bearing, the more, you, the more you would have grown, the more you will bring to where you're going. So I just want to encourage you to absolutely get stuck in um, to where you are. Doing well where you are is one of the best ways to ensure you will do well where you're going. Um, so please hear that. Um, part of that, obviously, is to begin or to continue the process of what's growing in your heart with your local leaders. Just to look to do as best as you can. Sometimes, unfortunately, there are situations due, due to due to no one's fault or you know who, mysterious things where you feel like your, your your local leaders don't quite connect in. And those are unique, well not unique, but they're rare situations where you know I guess we, we could try to help where we can there. But the best thing is to absolutely try your best to develop that conversation and faith partnership with your local leaders so that they can almost incubate with you what God's birthing in your heart Um, because that's a beautiful thing when that synergy comes together then when God quickens it when it's the moment um, there's such there's such united strength power prayer support pastoral safety it's wonderful You, you knock out a lot of the unnecessary vulnerabilities there's always risk involved in adventure but sometimes we take unnecessary risk because we We just haven't you know we haven't processed the preparation well so i'm trying to guard us against unnecessary risks that could cause casualties that weren't ever necessary so please do your best to really connect in uh, on a heart level with your local leaders there also i would say this trust in the quickening power of the living god god can take things from zero to 60 in a moment he is sovereign Uh, And sometimes when you're being prepared by God, when you when you're thinking in the natural, you can you can sort of think, Lord, when if you were to call me now, we'd have to do this, that and the other. You can get so logical about it. Actually, when the Lord opens the door, um, things just start happening. And uh, we just want to encourage you to be really mindful of the power of God. And if God has started something in your heart, if you're faithfully stewarding that, then that's going to come. It's going to come to where it should be. God will bring it to birth. And to just strengthen your heart with that thought, really, um, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's unexpected, you know, just just before um, God quickened the moment with Hazel and Lena with us, you know, very, very soon before before that, he'd, there was another elder with us and, and, and Hazel also was an elder with us. There was another elder and God had quickened a call uh, for them. Uh, to go also and plant in another nation and so you wouldn't have thought that you know next year God would do that the same with, with another family so key to us but he did and that's the timing of God and it didn't make sense logically but it was right in God and and when God quickens it there was that moment we're all looking around the table saying we know it doesn't make sense on a natural level but we know that this is a Holy Spirit moment the Lord has opened the door what else can we do and so I want to encourage you to just be confident he's the God who is sovereign over the seasons and there's a time for everything there is a time for everything and if your ears are open and your heart is willing you will know and you will hear when it's the moment and nothing's going to be able to get in the way of that Um, and so maybe one way to think about it is to say live in the urgency that will keep you from complacency but also live in the patience that will keep you from anxiety okay so live in that urgency keep sharp you don't want to get complacent live there But live in the patient trust that will keep you from anxiety, where you try and make things happen out of a place of anxiety rather than faith. And let's work and walk with God in this. I love that moment in Acts 13 where the Holy Spirit speaks, set apart from me Saul and Barnabas for the work for which I've called them. Saul was called to be an apostle to the Gentiles years before. Um, But there was that moment, set them apart, now's the time. And um, there are things God puts in our heart. And then there are moments where he quickens it, and uh, we want to be sensitive to that. And um, his sheep hear his voice, so we haven't got to worry; we're going to miss it. Um, he's a perfect father; he'll communicate to us in, in a way that would be just great. Um, and then maybe, maybe just one or two other things: um, learn to trust God in the small, that moment where David's about to fight Goliath, and his logic is, "Well, I've fought lions." And a fault bears, and the Lord has delivered them into my hand. God will do the same thing with this uncircumcised Philistine. That he'd 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 learn, he'd learn how to win through in God in the unseen place in, in obscure. No one was there. No one witnessed it. Um, but he'd learned it, and it put something in him. So that suddenly, when when the thing stepped up, and it was into a, a bigger realm a bigger sphere a public thing actually the interesting fascinating thing is this he said you know what i'm just going to do what i've always been doing <laughs> i just love the simplicity of it i was uh, with someone the other day and they were being they were being very complimentary about uh, i was just talking to them about they were planting a church. I was trying to encourage them. They were being really complimentary about the things I was saying and uh, it, it, bless them. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. It was really, really complimentary. And I said, the honest truth is I'm just doing with you what I used to do with the youth group 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, I, it just, you know, it's just what I do. And um, the beauty of it is, is that God puts things in us. And then over time, he, he enlarges the sphere. He enlarges the, influence he does that but you just keep being you you haven't got to suddenly like become a new model you just what he's taught you in that you keep doing in that and god has entrusted you with a new realm it's a beautiful thing so when it's time for you to go you haven't got to suddenly become this persona you just keep being who you are in god and what he's taught you and it will work in the next sphere um, because he's now entrusting you with that sphere but the tools are the same thing is a beautiful simplicity to it that i want you to be encouraged about and um, maybe the final thing to say is, is is read study prepare be as diligent as you can um, there's nothing unspiritual about being diligent find out about where you want to go um, get your facts you know learn more and more gather people with you to start praying about it in an appropriate in a way that is appropriate to the season that you're in um, i'm not saying you have got to make a drama about it but you know just get trusted people alongside you to be before god start to sow into it in prayer soak the thing in prayer and you're, you're being very very wise as you're doing that all of these things here are ways of gathering up our cloak so that we can run and so that when the hand of the lord comes on us we can get to where he wants us to be praise god for the simplicity of, of life in the kingdom none of us have to be um uh, impressive people but we just got to learn how to really trust the lord and um do all we can to give ourselves to what he's put in our hearts